You're listening to the Moody Mommies Podcast. Audio warning. You may or may not hear kids screaming and yelling in the background. Or us screaming or yelling at them to keep it together. say this we have an extra special guest but this one is like super duper special because she's blood related to it yeah that's why (laughs) she gets extra brownie points so what are we going to talk about today Jess today we are going to talk about allergies so you kind of had a scare with Luna and allergies yeah I just recently went through a little allergic problem with Luna so that's why we wanted to do this topic while it's hot and fresh. Um, I still kind of don't really know what the cause of her allergen was. So last month we went on a trip to Arizona and I put some sunblock on her because we're going to go to a water park and she was fine, you know, reapplied throughout the day. And the next day when we got home, she was like scratching her back like inside of her shirt just scratching at her back and I was like oh you know kind of noticed it throughout the day and later when we got home after dinner I was like let me see what it is so I took her shirt off and she had just like hives all over her back and it was just everywhere it started going down the back of her legs her butt everywhere and I was like what the heck so it was father's day and I'm like sorry joey you gotta go to the store and you know buy some hydrocortisone cream and whatnot so we did that we took her to the doctor the next day and i really couldn't think of what it was like we hadn't done anything new like of course i've put some block on her before and we had took her to have ice cream at this um this place called creamistry and i've kind of been trying to do like no dairy with my kids So I bought them ice cream and I did like a cashew based ice cream. So other than the sunblock and that ice cream, that was really the only two new things that I had done with her. So I was like, okay, I have a feeling it's ice cream, you know, but my gut feeling was she's eaten cashews before. So I really didn't think that was the cause of it. So my gut was just like, I felt like it was the sunblock for sure. Like I was just like, I feel like it's the sunblock. That's the only thing that she hasn't had on her body in a long time. You know, it's barely just started summer. So I took her to the doctor and they basically were just like gave her Benadryl, told her to take it for a couple of days and see if it will go away. We did it for the two days that they um, prescribed it for her and it didn't go away it was still it was kind of like it would clear up a little bit but every morning like it was just really bad all over her butt all over the back of her legs and I was like dude I've never dealt with anything like this before so I hated it I couldn't stand and I my like phobia of life is bumps (laughs) like I can't 
see like clusters of things together like even if it's like a bunch of ants like I it freaks me out like I can't I can't do it same <laughs> so I but it's weird because I'm like that like if I were to see bumps on anybody else or what but this is my child so I didn't feel that way you know so I was like okay applying you know the hydrocortisone everything and I just felt like nothing was really working for her so it kind of pretty much cleared up and she came and had a sleepover with Justine and while she was here Jessica was like hey did she have these bumps on her and I knew she had like a few that were like still pretty much clearing up but I was like well let me see them so she sent me some pictures and I noticed in one of the pictures she had one like on her cheek and I was like, no, I think they're coming back. Like, I think they're for sure coming back. So I picked her up. We got in the car and um, we were getting Starbucks right down the street. And I called the doctor and I was like, you know, I don't know what to do. I did the Benadryl for a couple of days, like, you know, doc- the doctor said, and um, it's not going away. He's like, OK, I want you to try Zyrtec, you know, try Zyrtec for a couple of days. And if it if it doesn't go away, then make her an appointment tomorrow. So I said, okay. So we were right across the street from Target. So we just got out of the drive-thru, ran in there, bought the Zyrtec, gave it to her. And the next morning, she was pretty much all cleared up. Like, it was gone. So I was like, wow, like, this stuff really worked for her. I gave it to her the next day, and she woke up, and they were on her butt again. They just started appearing again. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what the heck? So we took her back to the doctor and um, the doctor basically just said, you know, just try to make a list of the new things that you guys have given her within the 24 hours that you first noticed the the breakout. And she didn't eat anything new. So I'm like, can't really make a list of anything because there's nothing new. She said, we're going to keep her on the Zyrtec for 10 days, see if they come back. And if they do come back within the 10 days, then we're going to send her for the allergen test. But I still want you to keep her, whether they come back or not, keep her on the Zyrtec for 30 days. Right. So that's where I'm at right now. I'm still within that 30 days. I not, haven't hit the 30 days yet. So I know this is something a lot of moms go through. And it's really, really scary because... There's kids that are allergic to eggs, you know, milk, everything under the sun. So it really just made me feel really thankful that this was like the first time that I was dealing with something like this. But I still really wanted to know what the cause of it was to begin with. Right. So I could just keep it out of her life. You know, I was just like, is it the laundry detergent? But I hadn't changed everything that I had been using in our lives was nothing new so well you said you went to Arizona so it could have been something environmental maybe that caused it because it's not always a food allergy it could be something environmental it could be I mean it could be anything really and that's why your best course of action is to push for a, a panel yeah to get you know the allergy panel yeah yeah because I'm like I still want to know if she's has any allergies to anything like Mm. I want the answers so I just can stay clear of them because I know you could be allergic to grass Mm. to dirt you know anything under the sun yeah and that was the only thing that 
when the kids were over here, they were outside on the grass the entire time, you know, because we were all playing outside and I used like hypoallergenic soap on her when I washed her and I didn't feed her anything other than like pizza, which is something that she normally has all the time. So I was like, like something, like something got her. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we didn't, <laughs> I didn't even introduce her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. So, uh, <laughs> so our cousin Olivia is joining us, and she has had a roller coaster journey with allergies with her son, and that's why we wanted to talk to her about her experience. I'm no expert by any means. I'm just an ordinary mom, and this is my interpretation of my experience, pretty much, and no more. <laughs> But I would have said that it sounds like it was something environmental um, because if it wasn't a new sunblock and the only other factor, the only variable was Arizona, then that could have kind of kickstarted the allergy to begin with. And that's why when she came to your house and let's just say she was playing in the grass and she was already exposed to something, you know, in Arizona and that started the allergy going and it was kind of, it's still, she's still fighting it in her system, then it's very possible that that's... Yeah, that's that's why the doctor told me, like, to keep her on the Zyrtec, because mm-hmm. it might still be in her intestines inside her body, yep. and, and just see if the Zyrtec... And the Zyrtec was the thing that helped her the most. Like, the Benadryl, I was like, dude, it's not doing anything for her. Right. So, um, we'll see how it goes, if it clears up. I mean, it hasn't came back for quite some time now. Um so I'm really hopeful that in 30 days it's just done because I don't want to have to give my kid allergy medicine every single day of her life. Like it's just not something I want to do. Yeah. So I mean, I had that battle. I had that battle. But what gave me peace of mind is when he was hospitalized because my son was hospitalized. So his allergies, I mean, it, it reduces their quality of life, right. you know, and one cycle of prednisone is equivalent to a year's worth of preventative medication is how it was explained to us in the in the hospital so you kind of have to what is that the preventative medication so preventative medication can be like zyrtec for instance claritin Mm -hmm. so his inhalers so something like qvar simbacort uh those are all preventative measures that one can take um, on a daily basis to prevent from having to deal with, you know, having a, an extreme reaction and then having to be hospitalized, having to go through a steroid um, but the, cycle. The preg- oh, the prednisone is a steroid. Okay. It's a pretty extreme um, course of action, but you have to take it, especially if one has asthma, which my son does have as well. So, it, you know, it, it just it sucks all the way around because you have to make that choice, you yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. So let's take this back a little bit. When was your first allergy reaction with your son? Okay. We started noticing um, little rashes, like when he was, when I was still nursing him. When we took him to his pediatrician, she noticed it as well. And um, then suggested, this was right around when I believe I was like weaning him off. And she had suggested that I stop eating soy, I stop eating peanuts, I stop eating eggs. How many months was he at this time? Uh, I believe it's probably like 
three months, three and a half months. At that point, okay, I had stopped eating those things and we didn't see any difference. And uh, when he was on the form, it would make sense though, because we would realize later that he was also allergic to dairy. So he was allergic to dairy, he was allergic to almonds, he was allergic to just many different things. And then all the environmental things too. I mean, that's also causing the, the eczema flare-ups. But anyway, so back to him getting um, the eczema flare-ups uh, started. And then I was recommended to stop eating certain food items. And then I stopped, didn't see any difference. And then when we were making the transition to uh, formula, we then noticed, you know, he was still getting the flare-ups even more so, which would make sense because it's, uh, you know, it's manufactured from right exactly cow's milk and so then he was uh we were giving him something called nutrimigen i think i'm pronouncing that right oh isn't that really expensive it's a a formula right it is i think it was like 40 dollars for like a little yeah Mm -hmm. so we had to do that and then um we still noticed he was getting uh eczema flare-ups and so it just felt like you know we weren't seen any results right, any resolution right and then the neutromygen too it's not uh, it's not very tasty for them so you know it's kind of getting the short end of the stick so. <laughs> and then you know no no positive results so um it wasn't until i think he was five months that he put his hand in my plate of eggs of egg yolk and then his hand started to swell up his hands started to swell up and then hives just no way. all over his arm. After that, I was, of course, I was, I was scared. I didn't know what to do. And this is just him touching it, just touching it, not even, you know, Ingesting consuming it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, um, we took him to the doctors and realized that he was hypersensitive to egg. And then he had a panel done. This is that how old now? Um, he was five months, oh, okay. and I'm I'm trying to recall and recollect exactly when he had that panel done because he's had several to just maintain and, and and keep up and be updated with where his allergies are at. Because they change as they right, age, right? They, well, they change, and also with um, exposure. So you don't want to comp- like well, every situation is unique, but. With my son, we have exposed him to like processed versions of the food, so not to keep him like uh, away from the egg completely, so that if he does come in contact with it, because it is such a common uh, ingredient, ingredient, and yeah, so that he doesn't have, um, you know, we worry about anaphylaxis. It's uh, something that we always worry about, especially being in school. Um, so. We've exposed him to it, um, and so we've realized now, I mean, fast forward, um, he has a lower number now with his egg allergy and a higher number with his almond. So he's less he's allergic. He's less allergic. To eggs now. We're going to, do, yeah, we're, we're checking. We're actually, we just went to his allergist um, recently, and we're supposed to do another um, panel. panel. Can to you, double check that. Can you tell us um, what, are the, what is it they exactly do in the panel? So they can do blood work. They can do, I believe, two different tests um, with blood work. 
there's some medical terminology on that. I'm not too sure what they're called, but there's one that's more common over the, the over the other. And then there's also a prick test where it's called like scratching tests. Yeah, where they like mm-hmm. poke them with like mm-hmm. all these little things and mm-hmm. see if their skin reacts. Right. And so they expose them to like, I don't know, 20 different allergens and uh, and see what they react to. Right. And that's pretty much it for for the testing. We do the blood work. It's very conflicting because we get different ideas from different doctors that say one's more accurate over the other. But so far, there's more that say the blood work is more accurate because there's so many different variables that go with the prick test, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on how deep somebody scratches, you know, or just all these different like variables that come into play. Yeah. And I've heard like your blood can pretty much tell you everything that's going on in your body. So Mm -hmm. they're probably... Yeah, right. Probably right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so far it's been, it's it's worked for us, so we're sticking with it. Yeah, that's where we're at with the, with the blood work. So eggs was like the number one thing, and then when did you find out that he was allergic to the almonds? As soon as we got the, he was, okay, so this was like the third time he was hospitalized for asthma. So when was, oh, for asthma? Because it was, it started with asthma, which is, what really got us into the preventative medication because we were in the hospital. It was like the third time in one year. And it wasn't until I like poked and prodded like the doctors, because there's things that you don't know to ask, you know, and if you don't ask, sometimes they're not going to tell you. And I just kept asking and asking and it wasn't until I came across like maybe the third doctor of our stay there that he like sat me down and brought in a whole team and said, you know, how important it is to know about allergies, you know, that are affecting his asthma, that are triggering their asthma, that are then triggering, that are making more susceptible, I should say, um, to more illnesses um, because what happens is when they get sinus infections then uh, that can turn into something else and so that's kind of how that went and then when I had the team talk to us they told us about the preventative medications that we can take rather than the rescue medications because we were just depending on the rescue medications like albuterol albuterol is an inhaler and that's purely for rescue like when a child is already wheezing and, you know, coughing, then you use the albuterol. But the other medication prevents them from even having to use, use it. That. Right. I mean, you, I mean, there's, there'll be cases, there'll be times where the child still gets sick that you'll need to use the albuterol. But for the most part, we have, I mean, he hasn't been hospitalized since. Since we've been doing the preventative and seeing the allergist and the pomologist, like, pulmonologist I'm sorry he's been fine I know that you had asthma as well growing up right do you remember how old you were when you your mom realized you had asthma you know it's as early as I can remember I I don't really remember there being like a specific test to diagnose me I just remember being ill a lot and then having the rescue inhaler like we were never you didn't uh, have a preventative you just did rescue. never had a preventative were you ever uh, hospitalized for it or just mm-hmm, yeah for asthma yeah yeah and uh no one ever talked to us about it and at least well from my memory i mean i don't really know because obviously they would be talking to my mom 
and you know, I was a child, so I really don't know how those conversations went, but I know that I never had a preventative. I always depended on my albuterol. I, I didn't really didn't want to with like, I really, really weighed out everything. I didn't want like Bodhi on all the medications. I didn't. But then after the third time and they gave him the prednisone for the third time, I mean, these have long-term effects, long-term effects. And I mean, max they want to do is like twice, twice a year is pushing it. Three times is like, you know, pump your brakes, like, you know, you really don't want to have all of those cycles of steroids, especially in a small child. Once I thought about it, realized what's really going on, we accepted it and we gave him the medication, tried it out. And then he's he's been so good. Like he's been so good. And even when he does, like if he does catch a, like a common cold, it's not a problem. Before that would put him in the hospital. So what other things is he allergic to besides eggs and almonds? Olive trees, <laughs> cats, dogs, um, and we have two. So, oh, wow. yeah, but what's an interesting thing is that with the preventative medication, the dogs, it could have been, you know, the dogs who, you know, were a part of triggering him, but, um, they he never really reacted to them like there was it was never really a problem but it could have very well been but now that he's on the preventative i mean nothing's really affecting no reactions Mm -mm. Mm -mm. yeah can you talk a little bit about how you guys had to pretty much change everything in your home with the allergy stuff oh yes (laughs) yeah i want to hear about that yes so carpet gone what yeah remove the carpet but like it wasn't that easy because you guys are staying in a in loft. An apartment, yeah. yeah. So, um, you have rights, and if you get a doctor's note, you can have them change out the carpet, put in hardwood. Well, you don't really want to do hardwood floors either because that can also hold um, a lot of dust. Mm-hmm, yeah. So what we have are these little snap-in kind of. Um, they look like hardwood floors, but they're not. I don't want to call them linoleum because they're not, but <laughs> I don't know what they're made out of. I'm going to be honest. They're, they're from the Mohawk brand, but um, they're, they're really good. I mean, they're, they're waterproof, not water resistant. <laughs> so um, they're very you easy. Water resistant, not waterproof. No, waterproof. They are waterproof? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? Because water resistant is meaning they just resist water waterproof is waterproof is when they don't get damaged at all at all okay. yeah oh, wow. uh-huh. so um yeah you can the water can sit on top of it and nothing Forever. will nothing penetrate happens. it yeah as long as they install it properly if okay. they don't install it properly then that's a problem okay um yeah but was it did you have a hard time getting your apartment to switch everything over you live in a hoa or is, is that why you had to like no um no, it wasn't. It wasn't hard. Once we got the uh, the doctor's note, we had to do some coordinating, and it was it was fairly simple. I mean, I'm pretty sure that it, not everyone will have that easy of a time, you know, you know, with their landlord or whatever. But we did. We we had a pretty easy time doing it. It took a bit. And did you notice that it helped you guys? At first, no. 
I got pneumonia three times <laughs> right after it was like back to back to back. But because um, the ceilings and everything are so high in our place um, that the we made the huge mistake of not having a thorough cleaning and having like the walls vacuumed and like we you have to have like a really, really thorough cleaning because the dust and the particles that stay from the carpet. the carpet removal is intense and so i had got sick i was i've never been so sick <laughs> for so long but what happens to your body when you have pneumonia well you it, it stays in your chest so you get phlegm you in get your chest in your lungs and so. and in your lungs yeah and so it's it makes it incredibly hard to breathe and so that was it was and once really you scary. get it one time mm-hmm. you're more susceptible to get it again, again. and again uh-huh yeah joey got it one time and yeah. i was like oh great yep and because it just the you know the the problem was that i was i kept getting exposed to um, i'm really highly allergic to dust and, and like dust mites that's my um like between moderate to severe so and is Bodhi so, allergic to dust as well? He's allergic to dust too. Oh wow! Yes, um, but not as his wasn't as high as mine, and so for me to continuously be exposed to it, I was fighting it off, and it was just killing my immune system. Taking me down over mm-hmm. and over again. Yep, and so it's. So did you have to have somebody come in and clean the house mm-hmm. out really yes, good? Yes, we did. Oh my yes, gosh, we what did. An adventure. It took three months for us to figure out because I thought everything was clean because we did have a cleaning crew come in, um, but it wasn't sufficient enough. Like it, it, it just we didn't think about the walls. We didn't right. think about everything else. You Your know? loft is like. Super high walls yes, too. Yes, yes. And so I started realizing when I was dusting that it was not your typical dust. It was like sand. Oh. It was like this sandy kind of substance. And I was like, okay, I just dusted this. Where is this coming from? And so then I realized I was like, okay. But it took me a long time to like actually sit there and like figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. And like be this little investigator and <laughs> detective mama mm-hmm. yeah and once i did though it was all good it was like night and day that's great so then i know that the other day when you came over you asked if we had claritin so he's still on just like regular yes every so what do you give him every day so every day we give him 2.5 ml of claritin we sometimes switch off to zyrtec but right now it's claritin and then we do a Simbacort, which is an inhaler. We used to do Flonase, but I took them off of Flonase. And then we used to do Singular at night, but we don't do Singular either anymore. And he seems to be doing okay. Is there a reason you stopped the other two? I thought the Flonase was causing like bloody noses. He's, he tends to get like a bloody nose here and there. And since it softens the tissue inside the nose, I was immediately associating it with that. His allergist mm-hmm. said it'd be okay to stop it for a little bit, see if it clears up. And we stopped it for a while now, and it, it still hasn't changed. So He still um, gets the bloody noses. Yeah, but when I was a child, I did too, and I never did any Flonase. So I don't know if it's just a genetic thing. Not sure. So um, allergies are, of course, hereditary, right? And that's where he gets them from, from you? or I believe that they are. I mean, I don't want to 
be quoted on that, but I'm going <laughs> to assume. I, I, we are our genetics, and so right. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm pretty confident in, in allergies being genetic. His late uncle was allergic, had a high allergy to egg, and he does too. Wow. Yeah. So Google says it's like <laughs> Google says yes to the hereditariness, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So um, the times that he was hospitalized, were they from like an allergic reaction of something he ate or was it all from his? Uh... So it could have been right. So at that time, we still had carpet. So because we still had carpet, um, that was triggering his allergies a lot. And so we noticed a big decline once the carpet was removed. But around that time, we still had the carpet. That's when he was hospitalized. I'm thinking that maybe it was an allergy to the carpet or something in the carpet, something that was, I don't know, just sticking to the fibers. And perhaps that tripped. Yeah. Triggered the asthma. Yeah. And triggered the asthma. And then the asthma, of course, just kind of got exacerbated. It just closed up his bronchial tubes. And so, what? What did you guys have to like call nine one one for him? Was it like? No, we had to. We monitored his breathing, but once his breathing got so shallow, we were like, okay, time to go to the ER because it wasn't getting better. We put on, you know, they always tell us to put on the humidifier humidifier wasn't working his rescue inhaler wasn't working his nebulizer wasn't working and so we're like okay this is an emergency situation and we took him in and then his oxygen level was at 85 percent and we're like all right and they admitted him and then he ended up staying for three days i think at the time and it's it's scary that it's like allergies can cause all of these things and just not being you know aware of of it yeah and when you're a mom these are things that you're not even thinking about like the challenges of being a mom so Mm -hmm. you're not really like prepared for them when they do happen yeah a lot of times i mean thank goodness that it didn't happen but i just think like i mean if he didn't touch that egg, you know, if it was something else, like, like he has an EpiPen now, so he needs epinephrine if, if he ever like consumes the egg and it's like organic form or, you know, he's going to, he, you know, may cause anaphylaxis. And so I'm just thanking my lucky stars that, you know, he touched it when he did and that we found out early on that he had like, a hyper allergy to it right because he was five months when that happened mm-hmm. so he wasn't even eating solid foods yet right right so i could imagine if it happened later and what happens if he was you know sharing food with someone at school or are you right. or, i don't know just you know that sometimes that happens or with an, you know another child and he had no idea i don't know or I even try. you just just making me. him breakfast yeah, you know when he's me. ready to eat and yep I mean, anything like that can happen. But, I mean, I try to warn him about those things. He knows he's allergic now. He knows. That's good. But I am still very wary of it. 
So how do you feel about like, is he in school right now? Yes. He is. So Mm -hmm. his teachers and how do you go about preparing everyone to make sure (laughs) like they're taking the right measures to keep him away from everything he is allergic to? uh, Well, I've gone in a few times to talk to the nurse. I have his little bag. Like I have a little um, emergency pack for him and we have good communication with the nurse first and foremost and good communication with his teacher because she's the one that's going to be in the classroom with him. Right. We send him although we're not supposed to according to the nurse his teacher is very comfortable with it and we okayed it with her. He has his EpiPen in his backpack. I have a list of laminated instructions what to do. <laughs> I love it. If, so there's laminated instructions what to do if there's a hive if you see if he starts to show symptoms of coughing first if he does this then he gets you know the topical um benadryl then he'll get and if this you know persists then you give the oral benadryl and if this happens then you do this and if this happens then you call 911 <laughs> you know and then the instructions for the epipen I and then it. yeah so <laughs> yeah so it's funny because the nurse when i took in the instructions for his emergency case the nurse sent to me she's like oh my god i love you so much she's like if only every parent would do this right? you know um i've never seen something so organized but you know in these cases you have to be this yeah. is your child's right. life this is their lifeline and I mean, even if he's not, what happens if he's not exposed to egg, but there's some other allergy I'm unaware about, they still need to know the signs and the symptoms. Right. Always better safe than sorry. Yeah. I'd rather be that parent. I love it. Yeah. A laminated instruction. Yeah. You're well, the yeah, best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's laminated. It's on a little ring in his backpack. Yes, it's, it's accessible. Dude, yeah. That's such a great idea. There are also these bracelets that you can make. Right. And there's also bracelets that are already made that says, I'm allergic to, or, you know, you can have it customized. That's really cute. He used to have one, but he does not like to wear a bracelet for too long and so he lost it but we were thinking of making him a necklace and so for the coming year having him you know wear something like that get him some temporary tattoos made <laughs> this is true yes yeah i mean i'd, I'd rather be safe and especially because you know he's going to be around a lot more kids he's right. going into kindergarten so um this is something i worry about yeah, because it could just be them sitting at the table together, you know, just playing around and something touches him or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I'm, I'm considering there's also something I don't know if you're aware about. So if someone does have food allergies, there's a they do food testing in an, in an office like with an allergist um, where you can try the different types of food while they're present to see you know if there's a reaction uh-huh. yeah and this way you have like your safety net pretty much there um but he's too young i feel like he's still too young and so do you think that some of these allergies will go away as he gets older is that something the doctor said that could happen um well it could happen when you like if you expose you you know you can become immune 
so why are you looking at me <laughs> having a thought yeah so um well when i was when i was younger i used to be allergic to oranges oh really i was really oh. allergic to oranges oh wow and i did not care i still ate them i drank orange juice oh my and gosh. i would break that's like out. jessica with shrimp right yeah Jessica's allergic with, to shrimp and she'd be like with her fat lips or whatever just like eating them all up <laughs> No, totally. I I mean, I'm sure you've seen me too when it was like, I had, sh- I don't know if it was the shrimp or the garlic because I would always just eat garlic shrimp. Like that was just like my thing. And um, yeah, my lips would like swell up or if I touched anyone on my face, like wherever I touched would swell up. And I was just like, yeah, I'll take a Benadryl. Like, you know, like it just, it's worth it. It's yeah. worth it. It's worth it. And I kept doing it and now i don't have any reaction to it you have an immunity Mm -hmm. yeah and that's exactly what happened to me because if you don't i mean the thing is is you become i feel like you become more allergic if you don't keep exposing Exposing. yourself well this is what this i mean i wouldn't know that then but what i've realized with my son is like he had a low allergy to almond and he had a low allergy to, I believe it was soy. And now that I haven't been exposing him to those things and been exposing him more to like egg um, ingredient, like he has lowered the egg, but now soy and almond has gone up. Oh, wow. And this is like, you can actually measure it because we have all the blood tests that you can, you know, they're right it's right there mm-hmm. the facts are yeah there. the facts are there i mean the empirical evidence right so it's 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 important to have that you know but when i was so when i was younger back to when i was i used to have bad eczema flare-ups really bad like in between my arms like in all the major like common spots um and now i mean well for a long time i've been able to eat oranges and have orange juice and it's actually i think someone once told me it was the vitamin c that helps build the immunity but i think it's just the actual just taking it yeah just Just the actual the actual yeah the actual allergen that you're exposed to but yeah but it's hard because you like it's really like risking it i'm saying like ah just take a benadryl but like who knows? Like it could have been worse. It could have been like anaphylactic thing. Like, like you you're saying, yeah. more than normal, and you would have got like really bad. That's a good point mm-hmm. because uh, you have a threshold. So when you're allergic and you're being exposed, there's um, a threshold that everyone has. So what I realized with Bodhi is, you know, because he still has the dairy, he's still allergic to um, cow's milk and and you know cheese and just dairy in general but I still expose him to these things little by little uh and he one day he had I believe it was like two gogurts and a stick of cheese he was given a little bit of milk that I didn't know about um my nieces gave him a little bit of milk with some cereal and normally he has dry cereal and so Shortly after, he just started throwing up. And he was, it was like throwing up, and I don't know if it's TMI, but it was like just saliva, you know, it was just like an excess amount of like saliva. And, and I think he was having acid reflux. And so it was just all coming out. And so, like, that was his threshold, you know. 
and it should have been it should have stopped at the at the gogurts oh uh, yeah that should have been it yeah. but that's as much as he can have before he has a reaction and the thing is is you don't know what the reaction could be um as his allergist told us um his father and i that you can test it, you know, the next step since you've been giving him other egg things like, you know, baked goods and things of that nature. Mm-hmm, just stuff that contains mm-hmm. eggs, right? Then I, I asked him, I said, well, what would the next step be if, if I chose to do so? What would it be? And he said, custard. And I said, okay, what what like what would I be getting myself into because I'm I'm so scared of having and you know him go into anaphylactic shock or something and just I'm terrified I don't want to yeah, administer no. that EpiPen like mm-hmm. I'm you I don't want to see your kid like that like no, that's a nightmare and not that but you don't case. know if that's gonna it work gonna help, yeah. mm-hmm. you know you have no idea if that's gonna work you know so He's just like, well, you know, that certainly is a possibility. You can't rule that out. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm ruling out custard. (laughs) I would definitely not. Yeah, I'll pass on trying it, you know. But uh, he he thinks that we should continue to try to Mm -hmm, to try uh and see how he does and just keep the medicines near and see how he does because he's clearly doing well. And but it's a scary thought. It's it's a high risk situation. Where yeah. Like, what yeah. Because yeah. he's going to be exposed to more more people. He's going to be exposed to more things. And I don't want to leave him in that situation either. You know, I don't want to leave him in that situation where I'm I'm not helping him to become immune. You know, when I could be doing that. And then he gets exposed to something and he's completely caught off guard. Yeah. So do you have like a hard time with him when he goes to like functions where there's like birthday parties and there's like cakes and, and stuff like that? Is it is it kind of hard for you to be like, oh, he sees all the other kids doing it? and Well, he can have cake, but like I always have to monitor like what, like make sure that there's no, I have to monitor the topping pretty much um as long as it's baked it's okay but the topping is the problem usually so like if the topping is like whipped cream if it's like something whipped like some type of meringue or you know then i have to worry you know um same thing goes for the inside i mean i don't know if there would be a meringue cake but (laughs) you know (laughs) i mean i don't know if that would make sense but i'm not too sure and i can't be too uh careful so he wouldn't have like you know cakes they're baked with eggs and milk and in the what is it like the breading of it you know what's funny is he doesn't eat that really he won't eat the bread part he'll want a piece of cake and he likes cupcakes but he only likes the The icing icing. yeah and it's probably because though he it he knows and you know how we spoke earlier about you not wanting to eat or, or i'm oh. sorry drink milk when you were little yeah because you came in you're like do you have milk and i pull out this lactose free milk and you're like who's allergic to milk and i was like well i guess me because <laughs> every time like if i have like a regular 
whole milk or 2%, whatever, it always makes my stomach hurt, like, really bad. And I just would put, I don't like the taste of it either. Even the lactose-free milk, I don't like the way it tastes, but whatever, it doesn't hurt my stomach, so I'll drink, drink yeah, mm-hmm. or I'll put it in my cereal or whatever. But yeah, when we were growing up, every time somebody offered me milk, I was like, nah, no thanks, I don't like milk. And so it's kind of like a thing, like kids don't know how to say, oh, it makes me feel blah, this blah, way, blah, yeah. that they just, I don't like that. And like, that's what, you know, Bode is not eating the cake. Probably because he doesn't like it. Right, <laughs> right. So Or the way it makes him feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm. Um, sometimes it's. I have to battle with is he being picky or is does he just know better than I mm-hmm. you know and I have to go with the latter <laughs> so like he can have like macaroni and cheese and stuff like that and he's okay it'll I mean it'll still give him a little reaction like if he has too much of it it'll start to scratch and it'll have a little flare-up in the common areas um, in his arm and between his arm you know and the little crease the there creases. mm-hmm and then behind his knees around his neck uh but it's very minimal and as long as we give him the ointment i forget the name of the ointment every time as long as we give him the ointment it takes it away right away so the topical helps mm -hmm. a lot yeah for the eczema flare-ups yes definitely i didn't know eczema was an allergy an allergic reaction i didn't know that yeah it can can i thought it was just like a skin thing that you just get i didn't know it was caused by things you're allergic to well i mean i'm not i'm sure that it doesn't always have to do with allergy there's probably other reasons but for him his allergies will create an eczema flare-up so much fun for you right oh tons (sighs) tons you know i get to bite my nails until i have no more like i was like (laughs) going through the most when Luna was having that all over her like it was all over the back of her legs all the time like in the creases too so I was just like it was driving me crazy so the extremity that you're going through with your son I'm like oh my goodness here's another thing so one of the things that the doctors said to me is the first time the exposure it's you have a situation like yours and like like ours i would say that that's kind of it's bad mm-hmm. you know the next time they're exposed to it it's it should be worse it'll wow. be worse so that's why it's important to take the necessary precautions do the to, panel mm-hmm, to yeah i was like googling everything under the sun and i found this post and somebody had shared like an extreme uh, allergic reaction to sunblock and the picture that they had posted of their child's arm looked exactly like Luna's legs, like all over the back of her legs. So I felt like my mom instinct was like totally right from the beginning that it was the sunblock. Like I felt like maybe it was just like a bad batch and she had an, a reaction to it. I, I just, that's what I felt in my heart. And I'm like, I've, I've bought her a more organic sunblock since. You know, we've gone to the beach, and I've used that on her, and she didn't have any reactions. So I'm really, really hoping that it was just that specific sunblock, and hopefully it never gets into her bloodstream ever again. But I do still want to do a panel to yeah. get to the bottom of it to see if there's anything else that I should be concerned about. 
Well, where were you guys at when you were rubbing the the sunblock in? We were at the pool. Were you guys near certain plants, flowers? I wouldn't really say so. Like, not that. There was, I think, like, succulents behind where we were sitting. Yeah. Um, but no. Well, I mean, pollen's in the air. So yeah. that's that's the thing, is that pollen is, you know, can be in the air. But what I'm thinking is just maybe something was floating around because you're, like, rubbing sunblock in her skin. That's could have been the combination. Of the two. Of the two. So, I mean, it's the only different things you know is like i said the environment yeah um i mean it's worth it's worth getting the answers yeah you know i know when i was a kid like my dad has a lot of allergies like to a lot of different things like he's allergic to grass like everything like every time the man would like mow the lawn he would be like sneezing his life out for like the entire night like just forever and i think when i was small i would kind of have a reaction when i would eat kiwis and I think peanuts as well. But those are like, they've come and gone as well, I guess, because I continued to expose myself. I loved kiwis when I was yeah. a kid. So I ate them even though I had a reaction, you know? Yeah. So. And I don't know how true this is that allergies come in increments, like 20 years. Has really? anybody heard that? No, I've never heard that. No. Okay. I don't know. What'd you, um, you just allergies what do you mean like different you get new allergies like every 20 get, years right that you could possibly okay. i mean get. it might be true because don't they say like your taste buds everything change, like mm-hmm. every seven, the time. Every yeah, seven that seven every years 20 years you can come you up know, with something mm-hmm. new and that's true that because you, be you hear about like older people like all of a sudden they're allergic to something new in their life that they've been eating all all their life yeah so it's pretty weird yeah, yeah. this is like not a food allergy but i know all of our kids also have, like, the... Sinus the, yeah, yeah, like, the seasonal allergy thing going on. And for me with Justine, it was just, like, she um, had this cough that just, like, wouldn't go away. And it was, like, dry-sounding, like, if she was fake coughing. I could... Well, she's just, like... <coughs> like, just that constantly. And I was, like, what like is dry it? Dry cough. Yeah, and, um, you know, I asked a doctor or whatever, and it was just, like... Well, even... Before, when she would have little coughs like that, it was always like, well, she's in school, so she's going to have a cough. She's going to have whatever. All the kids have something. It's always going around. Okay. And then it was just like weeks, and this cough wasn't clearing up. Yeah, it wasn't clearing up. And so they're like, okay, well, try Benadryl and Claritin. Do Benadryl for, you know, two nights, and then just keep up with the Claritin and see how that helps. And it, like made her, her life, yeah um, and i was really debating because it's like you don't want to give your kids medicine like you really don't yeah and then when i like thought about it i feel like when we were kids doctors didn't really talk about allergies or anything like that so we just kind of lived our lives that way and mm-hmm. i was the snottiest kid mom i can't believe you let me live like that <laughs> you know? i was always like yeah 24 7 rubbing my nose so congested like you were like she was extremely bad (laughs) yeah it was all the time all the time it was just and i didn't like we didn't know like how could we know until i was older and then until i could really express like this is what i'm feeling this is what's going on and then it was like okay you know 
triflonase and take claritin and then it was like my life, life changed, changed. Yeah. yeah so is that what you finally did I never yeah. knew how yeah. or why they went why, away why are you not sniffling all you're the time you're not a snotty here anymore <laughs> I was though, like I was always, and so knowing that I was like that, and then seeing Justine starting to be, you know, exactly like you, yeah, were. and I was like, that has to be like that's what it is, that's what I had, and I, you know, I don't really have a choice. I don't want her to be that kid that's right. freaking runny nose, yeah, twenty four seven, or just all congested. Like it's right. such a frustrating feeling. Yeah, like right now being pregnant, I'm like really congested, so I'm just like it's back mm-hmm. and nothing's <laughs> helping me. It's can you fun. take the allergy medicines right now? Yeah, I can. I could take okay. Claritin and Flonase, but it just, you know, it's a different ball game right now. So yeah, nothing's really helping. Yeah. But me and Olivia were talking about maybe trying different teas. My doctor told me to put the humidifier on. Mm-hmm. So that was a thing, too. Before I did the Claritin, I was like, let me do the humidifier. Let me put Vicks on her. Mm-hmm. Let me try all Eucalyptus these Eucalyptus oil. Yeah, let me try all these other things for Justine before you before we like commit to her. taking yeah medication every day. But, you know, it cleared up, and we're like, okay, let's you know take her off of it. And it was like instantly back. Yeah. Wow instantly back and I was like ah this cough and me, me and Ernie kind of got upset the other day because she's out of school now just her eyes like you know you could tell right away in their eyes when their like allergies are bothering them and I like asked my mom like hey did you give her, her Claritin today because I t- my mom was forgetting all the time and I said put an alarm on your phone like the only day you're responsible for is Monday like Ernie's here every other day in the morning Monday is your day put an alarm give it to her so first day out of school Justine's all like groggy and funky and I'm like you didn't give her Claritin today you know because I asked Justine and she's like not today yeah no not today because <laughs> <laughs> I asked Justine and she's like no I didn't take it mm-hmm. and then my mom's like oh yeah I just you know now that she's not in school I just wanted to see how she would do without it I'm like dude that is one thing you need to ask me if you could do yeah you don't just yeah. take her off of a medication like because opposite. you feel it because my you know when I was still living with my parents they were noticing that Zoe was like congested and stuff like that while she was sleeping. And so they started giving her allergy medicine without <laughs> without asking me. And I was just like, hold on here. Yeah. What are you giving her? And you need to talk to me about it. And so we had went and stayed at a water park and Jessica and I shared a room and her and Ernie were like, how long has Zoe been sounding like that while she's sleeping? And I'm like, you know what, she has been doing that for a bit. And they're like, that's exactly how Justine used to sound. And we started giving her Claritin and she sleeps silently now, you know. So I started giving her Claritin too. And it stopped. But I also have been like anti-dairy with my kids. I've stopped giving them cow's milk. They drink Mm -hmm. almond milk Mm -hmm. and like hemp milk. And I don't give her allergy medicine anymore, and she doesn't sound like that. So I feel like diet also has a lot to do with it, you know? But like we were just saying, like, I never drank any milk. Yeah. And Justine doesn't like milk either. I mean, now we have, before I started getting this milk, like, Ernie would just buy regular milk because I wasn't drinking anything anyways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she didn't like that either. So I would just assume, like, it probably doesn't make her feel good either yeah. um so yeah she's not a big milk drinker but she have a lot of cheese 
She's not a big dairy person. So I think it probably like. She just had allergies. Yeah. It's environment. I mean, you can't forget yeah, the environmental like, allergies because sometimes they're worse than the food allergies. Yeah. yeah. And it. I mean, you guys could look around this house like it's covered in dust. You know, we have old ass carpet. Yeah, you can't escape so, it, though. Even when you yeah. don't have carpet, like, you know, yeah. you can't you escape it. have the same carpet. For yeah. Like, ever. Forever. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not like the <laughs> cleanest people here. We're kind of like let stuff. Like, all right, it's been a month. Maybe we should vacuum. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we kind of let things, you know. Build up a little. Yeah, so it's, I don't know. It just, like, is what it is. So yeah, eventually the plan is to get rid of the carpet so that way we could yeah. sweep yeah. in. I'm, like, constantly moving their beds, sweeping. Because I have hardwood floors, you know, so I it know. Accumulates it accumulates from, like, one so. day mm-hmm. to the next. Mm-hmm. It's so frustrating. But then at the same time, I am like it because I'm like, dude, all of this would just be sitting in our carpet, carpet. and we wouldn't even know yeah, it. And a vacuum's not going to suck it all out. And nope. I'm sure sweeping it up doesn't pick it all up. No. But at least I feel sweep like I around. have a better control of it. Yeah. You know, I sweep and, you know, mop it up. And yeah. you have to be super consistent with it because, yes, it yeah. adds up from yeah. like, you don't do it for a week and you're just like, ew, like it's. It's bad. So. I can barely keep up with with ours. It's it's, it's insane. An, it's a lot. It's a lot. And my place is small, so I'm just like, you know, when we lived in a bigger house and it was hardwood floors too, I, it was so frustrating. I was just like, dude, I cannot be cleaning floors all my life. Like I have two kids to chase around. You gotta get a Roomba. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I want one of those. You know what though? They don't pick up liquid. So oh. if you have liquid on the, well, I don't know if you would have liquid on the floor, but I worry about my dogs. Oh, and okay. if there's liquid on the floor, even just let your dog sp- chase that thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously, I, I thought about that and I wanted one so bad. But yeah, then I almost bought one. <laughs> my, sis- my sister-in-law just bought one, and she's just like, it changed my life. Like, I, bet. I, bet. I don't have to go. I don't have to sweep under my bed anymore. Yeah. I don't have to do like it's just. I know. Gets done. It's just getting done. And I'm, I like, sweeping, like, every other day. It drives me crazy. Because you can, you know, when you walk around barefoot, you can feel it. Yep. And it's just like, ugh. It's, yep. it's, no, I don't like it. I have this little vacuum, and then I have a hot steamer. Vacuum, steamer, <laughs> vacuum, steamer. I feel like I just do it way too much. much. It's, yep. like, overwhelming sometimes. I feel the sometimes. same way. Yeah. I do. I'm just like, I don't even know how this gets dirty so fast, but it needs to stop. If I open a window. Yeah. Got to get on top of cleaning my life one day. It's hard because there's just so much like little stuff. It's like, like who wants friends. to spend their days when they finally got home from work cleaning the freaking house? Well, I can tell you this. I'm at home and I don't clean <laughs> my house, okay? I see everything and I get overwhelmed. Yeah. But it's it's just like, it's a cycle for me because I'm allergic to dust and yet I have to clean the dust. Mm-hmm. So I have to like, a lot of times I have to put on a mask. Yeah, I have masks. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> but who wants to clean like that? It's I hot, don't. You can't breathe. It's hot. It's not and hot. It's, yeah. So, yeah, I've been taking Claritin. Yeah, Claritin works for me. It's good. It's been a game changer. It's your lucky, Vanessa. I guess you got away with. Yeah, <laughs> I just have to sweep every other day yeah. to get away with it. I guess. Yeah, I know. But allergies are one thing, and asthma is a whole different topic. You know, 
so be thankful you don't have that yeah i know it's so crazy because it's like one until this stuff happens to you you're just like oh my gosh yeah you're really thankful for these 100 percent healthy kids and then something comes up like this and you're just like oh my goodness and i know it could be a whole lot worse for some moms but oh yeah you've been through a lot with bodhi so Yeah. yeah he was so tiny he was so small when he when all this happened too um but again thankful that it happened the way that it did it could have been a lot worse yeah that's just you know part of the journey i think that things are they happen the way they're supposed to happen yep for a reason Mm -hmm. what are some like allergic reaction signs hives definitely difficulty breathing difficulty swallowing did he ever have like his lips swell up his tongue like any of that i know that's like a pretty common thing too no thank goodness oh my goodness if he did i would i i would have been definitely more keen to like breaking out the epi pen and calling 911 yeah and i would like, probably uh-huh because those are signs that your throat is closing up yeah mm-hmm. those are all signs yeah yeah, yeah. then stomach cramps dizziness mm-hmm. you said difficulty breathing i always hear like oh i've heard a couple people say Lethargic. Lethargic. Lethargic, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you never heard that. Because, like, one of my... At uh, my friend's son's first birthday, it was, like, the most dramatic first birthday of all time because we go to this little restaurant and she had the patio, like, to herself. Justine had just turned one. And I guess she was closing these doors, like, to separate, like, her party from, like, the rest of the cafe. Mm -hmm. And perfect time when Justine's like hand was like on the other side and it like pinched like her skin off all right here was horrible it was like blood everywhere and she just like couldn't stop screaming and I was just like trying to like nurse her to calm her down so I could like clean her wounds and it was just it was awful it was I was like all right I mean once I got her to like stop crying a little bit or like kind of fall asleep then you know we left and I like apologized to her later like I'm so sorry like all that I know I mean it was you didn't see her and like she's a baby like whatever it just happened it was an accident like sorry all that happened at his birthday she's like oh my god that was like don't even worry about that she's like we got the birthday cake and Jack starts eating it and he just like had an allergic reaction to it. We had to call nine one one, and I was just like, <laughs> one scene yeah. after the next. Oh wow. wow! Yeah. Yeah. She's like, he just got really lethargic, and he was just like, um, you know, he, like his skin was like rashing, and I was just like, Ugh. she's like, it was so scary. She's like, so what happened to Justine? Like, it was nothing. Yeah, compared to like what happened after you guys left, and I was just like, man. Maybe because they're not breathing properly. I said that with a question mark. I don't know. Maybe. I, w- I would have, well, maybe because they're not getting enough oxygen and yeah. so it's slowing you down. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's Yeah, I, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. Well, I know our little ones are getting restless and missing us yes. already. <laughs> yes. But. Well, thank you for sharing your story about him. Yes, of course. Very informative. Thank you for having me. Of course. I convinced you into it. Mm-hmm. You did. You <laughs> did. Yes, sir, a little bit. You did. A little bit. Glad she got you. <laughs> a little bit. But thank you. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for doing so. And some last things we wanted to add to think about is 
removing stuffed animals, utilizing allergy masks, get allergy bedding. That's something that I use for Justine. Um, We put the pillowcases on her pillow and then we also have it over the crib bed. And I mean, it's helpful, I guess, because the dust mites don't get into you know, the actual mattress and into the actual pillowcase. Olivia also was saying that we should wash with hot water. And another tip that she was saying was to not use bleach, but that is something that is a little bit more for people with asthma. So look out for those things and do your research, really. I mean, what else can we say? Only you know what you're feeling and what's going to work for you. So try different methods but these are just some things that we thought you should think about anything else no no not really yeah next month we're gonna have um episodes on like little businesses right yeah yeah that those will will be coming up um, entrepreneurships Mom, 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 entrepreneurs. That's stupid word we can never say. say. (laughs) Mom, entrepreneurs. Yeah, so we got some goodies coming along for you guys. But in the meantime, if you have any allergy stories to share with us, send us your stories. We can share them. And if not, you guys know where to find us. We are the Moody Mommies. Tell them just. Sterling. Stay moody, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Say moody mommies. Moody mommies. Moody mommies podcast.